Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Hey, buzzers. Thank you for joining us for the eighth and final season of Arrow as we all get down and say bye, bye, bye to Oliver Queen. I'm Maria Menounos, and you're tuned in to (laughs) AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz begin. Hey! Oh, what is it again? Uh, I you used to see that season air. You're gonna not die, die, die. <laughs> yes, you are, though. Oliver's gonna die. <laughs> yeah. and, and that's why we have Matt. Hi! Oh my guys? gosh! We are so excited to see you guys. It has been forever. And I know, just like the rest of us, you've been feeding for Arrow, but more importantly, the after show. So thank you for joining us. I'm your host, Ellie Kona Bradford, joined by some very amazing people that I would like to say hello themselves. Hello, hello, everybody. My name's Matt Marr, and I'm so excited. I wore my shirt, and we I'm just amped. I'm just amped. This was a comic book nerd's delight. Delight. I feel like it's been forever. I'm Olivia DiBortoli. I'm so happy Yay. to be back, finally. And I am twinning with Matt today. I'm Carolina Benetti, wearing my OG... Arrow shirt. Hey. Yeah. yeah. We all wore green. We yeah. all wore color oh, yeah. green. I mean, I mean, it, <laughs> I was so excited. She wore neon, neon green. green. I, mean, <laughs> I mean, it is like Alicona Bradford. She's extra. <laughs> I she love always it. goes above and, above and beyond. Well, you guys know the deal. And if this is your first time joining us, welcome, as I said before. But for the newbies, this end of the table belongs to you because you are co-hosting this show with us, as always. So please join us in the chat. Use hashtag ABTVArrow in all things social media. And yeah, join the conversation. Beginning with hashtag who I love to hate. Yeah, so let me know your who I love to hate. I'm in the chat. Speaking of chat, Busy Byron, hey. Hey. Grassy and Ryan. Uh, Ivan Soto's back. My husband. My husband. (laughs) Waiting for a ring. Love you, Ivan. He's just waiting for a ring. Yeah, just waiting. Um, Yeah, Black Magic 99. Everyone's back. You know, this this warms my heart. Welcome back, everybody. So I'm going to be on the chat. Let me know who I love to hate. Yes. Yes. No, let her know who you love to hate. Well, your hashtag who I love to hate. Yeah. You know what I mean. Anyways. Well, why don't we start with you, Carolina? So I think everybody's going to be shocked. I hope everybody's sitting down. Felicity. (gasps) I'm so angry at her for not being in the episode and then talking about Okay, well played. Well played. All right. I see how you did that. Thank you. Thank you. I love Felicity so much that I just feel really let down. I understand that, like, Emily Betzberger is amazing and she's a great actress, so she went off to go, you know, do actory stuff other places. But I just... I need Felicity. Yeah. And I feel really let down, so I'm going to hate on the fact that she wasn't here, but they kept talking about her and her fancy smoke technologies, but... Yeah. I mean, they had the stand-in Felicity. They even had a stand-in. Oh, yeah. That was some... 
I knew it wasn't going to be her. I that was, was like, he's about to be casting. That was fantastic such good casting. casting. She turned around. I was like, <gasps> even kind of looked. Yeah, <sighs> she did freak out. I did. I had a meltdown for a second. She was like, was I punked this whole summer? <laughs> was I crying in my bed every night this whole summer for no reason? Uh, I, I no, was. babe. We we big spooned and little spooned okay. for a reason. Right. <laughs> it was a difficult time for us. <laughs> Time. What's um, your who to love? Who to love? I love to hate. Who I'm, gonna, I'm gonna call them Tweedledum and Tweedledumber, um, Renee and Dinah. This episode, yeah. Like, come on. I, I just I Always love the quote. Dinah. I love the quote <laughs> that uh, Oliver said. He's like, "In my Earth, you had a better teacher." It's like, yeah. Y'all were lame in this episode. Yeah. That was good. They were they were equally who whom I love to hate. My who I love to hate was Katie Cassidy. Actually, what? Black what? what? But it was Kate, I'm kind of on board. No, it was Katie Cassidy with long hair because short hair, black canary, and everything. <laughs> I loved it so much. I loved her hair. I loved her outfit. I didn't hate anything in here. And I just want to say somebody else that we love because we want to remember. Y'all, we have a new uh, producer and engineer on the show. Yes. This year. He's going to be with us the whole season. Let's give it up for Ryan, everybody. Oh, my goodness. Woo-hoo, Thank Ryan. you so much. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Much. I'm honored to be here. This feels like a happy place. It's a it very is. happy place. Sometimes, you're gonna, sometimes this one yeah. goes dark, but it's okay. I'm you're gonna have dark. You're gonna have to calm us down. So yes. we just need to tell people who you are now. Yeah. Brilliant. You got to chill, Matt. Well, what up? Uh, what, what up, up? Ali Kona? Who do you love to hate? I mean, I have like three at this point. So <laughs> <laughs> my first one. Are we surprised? Not really. Who the hell decided that we were gonna do these flash forwards? I still hate you. Oh wow. Oh, Sorry. Okay. okay. Um. I, I mean, they're like getting their own show. They're going to they continue. Are, which is great, yeah. and I think it belongs in its own show 100%. But in this show, it seems so irrelevant that I'm like... No, I think it's going to get tied in because we went to another Earth to do the little errand for the monitor, and I think that we're going to see Steven in the future with his daughter before you the end of the season. So? I know so. I feel it in my bones. Oh, you're so right. Shit. Okay, well, whatever. <laughs> and my flashbulb, and I have well, this show's explicit. So, I got my other hashtags. Okay. Okay. JJ. He ticked me off more than one time, All but right. that just means he's a great actor. JJ. You know? I don't hate anything about but, that man. Oh. But you oh, know yeah. who else I hashtag really hated was Adrian Chase. Oh, yeah. Oh. Like, it was so weird to see him try to be the hood, but he was not like how Oliver Queen was like dark, angry good versus evil. It was just like he was a butthole for the sake of being a butthole because he felt like someone was crashing in on his territory and he was being like that macho, like there can't be two of us. I'm with you on that one because I actually wrote a note when I was watching and I was like, do they get tired of writing the like over testosterone machismo? Because I feel like every time they get two hot men in a room they have like a cat fight. I'm here for it. Over like who is more 
like important and who should be listened to more and when they both said suit up and they had that moment I was like is this even necessary like this was season 8 can we just not yeah but they were both like the lead I think we should suit down I loved that I loved no I'm not mad that they said suit up no I love the machismo pissing fight I think they were making fun of it yeah I think they at least I got that because we gotta think too this is a female showrunner and the last time like two or three season one two three was not Beth in charge of this I think Beth it was a great, conscious choice. Yeah. I actually, uh, I even called out because I wanted to remember uh, that. Um, I know I have it somewhere. Oh, I'm well. glad that you saw it as a joke because I was like, I'm so over the. Oh, yeah. Josh now. Seegers is the actor. And I actually wanted to, I thought he did a great job mm-hmm. as an actor of being mm-hmm. a totally different Adrian and Chase. And I totally thought they were making yeah. fun of that old school Oliver. You have read this any rah, 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 rah. That's what I got. That, that, that's what I was thinking too. Like, I was like, this is kind of an ode to season one Oliver of just like being a grump and then both Oliver's being and then both Oliver's being together in the same room and then and then he kind of towards the end he he came around you know and he realized who Oliver was so I think okay, I think fine. it was a, I think it was a good choice I can on jump, their part I can jump on this band yeah. what about in the chat what are okay, they yeah, saying yeah, yeah. who I love to hate um, Ivan Soto I hate JJ dude psycho he is um, that's probably why I think he's attractive because I like bad men <laughs> <laughs> uh, Black Magic 99 says love to hate Mia Interesting. Oh, okay. okay. I okay. love Mia. Um, I, yeah. I can see reasons. Good call, Matt. I agree. Archer's Alley. Oh, hi, Archer's Alley. Hi, Steven. Hi, Archer's um, Alley. Everyone is el- everyone's just kind of liking. Oh, The Monitor. Blake, uh, Michael Blake says The Monitor. But The Monitor's trying to save the universe. Yeah, but he's well, also like destroying people. Uh, people's well, lives. It's up to debate. I know. Okay, I've got info, but I know Matt here, <laughs> whose arm I'm like, yeah, why are you struggling right now? I'm here for it. Boy, you sit by Ali Cummings, you get a rub down. <laughs> if you're on the podcast, we just got explicit. <laughs> <laughs> um, where was I going? Matt has some wonderful insight on the monitor. So if you guys don't know the comic book history, he's here to give you the 411. And I'm going to give you an abbreviated, watered-down version. So if you really want to know this, Google it. You have a computer, a phone, do your life. But basically, just <laughs> so <laughs> the monitor, just so he's basically he's like 2 billion years old, the dawn of the universe. And basically, his basically. he's someone who... T- I don't want to give everything away, so it could be a little spoilery. I'm just going to say, for now, what we know about the Monitor, he's kind of this, almost like God. He's like almost this kind of omnipotent being that controls the order of the, helps control the order of the universe. And uh, the, the creation, the things that we led that we don't know yet that led to all the multiverses mm-hmm. is what's causing disorder in the universe. One of the things. And he's trying to put that back into order. That's all I want to say. It's just, it's kind of a little confusing if you're coming mm-hmm. from last season. You're like, right. who's the hot guy with the weird head? Like, what? I'm hot, just helping hot. you. But I was going to say, hot? to make it easier, if you do want to catch up on what's going on with the monitor, you should go back to last season and just watch The Crisis on Infinite Earth, part yes. one, yeah. that they did over they the course of the that. week mm-hmm. because they explain what's going on. And you see the beginning where there is just like, a slew of dead and knocked out superheroes. Yes. Um, And you can see the destruction of justice across the universe and obviously there's multiples from different uh, worlds that have come together to fight this scourge. Um, So that's like the the abbreviated version, but you should watch it. They did a phenomenal job. 
Um, and it's it's worth it. And it'll catch you up to what this episode is about because I have a feeling that all season we're going to be tying in with oh, the whole what season. happened yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. in Infinite Earths to bring us to the end of Arrow to tie up all the loose ends. Because yeah. yeah. that's the only way I can see it going down. Yeah. Well, and they, they said that too. So it's just mm-hmm. going to be crisis. That's yeah, right. What, what are you uh, Allie raising her hand? What are you doing? raising her hand. Okay, Why so are you <laughs> there was this interview that you guys may or may not have read, but I'm sure we all noticed as the episode went on, there was a lot of repeats and reliving of things in season one. Mm-hmm. So Stephen Amell had said when they proposed him, because he had already called the producers and said, you know, I think it's about that time. And well, they, his contract was up. He just yeah, didn't yeah, renew. Yeah. yeah. And so the way he got talked into doing a season eight was they decided eight episodes and each episode is a tribute to each season. So that's why this one episode, you see all these things happening that were from season one. Tommy, Malcolm, Merlin, the Thea references. Although Thea is coming back this season, so I was surprised she wasn't in this episode. Um, But season two is going to be episode two. So I'm sure you guys watch the flash forwards and we'll talk, or not flash forwards, excuse me, the uh, preview for next episode, which we'll talk in predictions. But just to give you a map of where we're going this entire season. So I think there's going to be a lot of people coming back to this show to reprise roles. Which which I'm pretty sure Emily Betzrickard is going to come back as Felicity for at least one or two episodes. We're definitely, we're definitely going to get that. I think she's just not doing a full season. She's not that busy. It's not like she's on like a bunch of Netflix shows right now. She's relaxing. Girl, you ain't got no Game of Thrones gig. Come through. Shut your life. <laughs> well, she, she also, you know, wants to live her life and do different things. No, no, no. Things. I'm not dissing her. I'm, I'm just not saying she's her. got time. But yeah, yeah, that's what I was saying, too. Yeah. I was like, you're not, you know, you ain't Jon Snow. Come through. No. <laughs> well, let's talk about, since we are talking about people that are coming back, first, my favorite was Moira. Moira. Oh, yes. I love that actor. Yeah. It, I really do, too. They really look so much so like good. Thea. They really look so much alike. I've said that like three times on this show. They even have a mole on their lip. I know. Oh. It's weird. Oh, I didn't oh. notice that. Yeah, they I, mean, do. I never noticed that. It's very that. specific, man. Yeah. They do. I love this actress, and I love Oliver with his mom. It's like, you know why? Because no son loves anybody like their yeah. mama. Well, and also, too, I think he has a new appreciation for his mother because he knows that she, in his world, is dead. So it's his opportunity to see her one last time. Well, she's dead again in the new world. When that happened, I was like, come on. Come on. I hate, yeah. Really, like, did he have to see that? Did we need to have that moment? Because he's already mourned his mom so many times. We did because I mean, they're trying yeah, to Tommy show that Tommy was like a jerk in this one, well, so I didn't really feel bad for him. Well, he came but around his also. mom, yeah. you know, I was like, "Come on!" But that was the whole point of this episode was to do everything kind of all over again, right. you know. Yeah. And like it was, but it's I don't like know, inevitable. I, his loss <coughs> of his mom and Tommy is like inevitable in every universe and every world and every incarnation. Doesn't that suck? Like when you think about quantum physics and how supposedly there's like infinite versions of all of us, which is what infinite Earths is. To think that like that one thing that really gutted you in life just keeps, keeps happening. Yeah. Man. Mm. No, come on. There's got to be an earth where him and his mom are like old and just chilling and she's got like 10 grandkids. Maybe there will that be. And he just runs me. like a, a company. Yeah. Because the thought that there's not an apple pie from McDonald's that's not fried like the old ones used to be and then now they're all baked and they don't taste the same makes me angry. So there's a world where apple pie is still fried at McDonald's. I hope so. Yeah. I hope so, because my inner fat child loves it. Oh, all right. So, co-hosts, uh, <laughs> I'm curious to know, I mean, you told me what's going on in the chat, but I'm curious to know, who is your favorite actor that came back? Because we mm. had a few. We yeah. had the Tommy. We had Malcolm come had back. Malcolm. Which was so weird to see him cower when... 
I was like, is yeah. he? No, he's John not a bad Barrowman, guy. such yeah. a good actor. Yeah, he was yeah. so good. Yeah. yeah, I was shocked to see. I was like, wow, because in the, all the other, you well, know, because he's he, not like the Malcolm Merlin in this no. world. No, he's just Malcolm Merlin. Right. Who was your favorite? That came back. Yeah, mm-hmm. man. I, well, I thought it was going to be Thea because I was so excited that she was, but she didn't. And that we'll see her again. But it's probably going to be Moira. I just I like her. I said, I love her as an actress, and I, I think she's she's beautiful. And you know, we she had to be ripped away from us again. Well, and that was an ode to. I I've said this to them earlier, but this was a great shout out to a lot of comic book fans. Yeah. I think because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. they're able to take things that they kind of they 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 cut the fat when they originally did Arrow to streamline things, and now that and also too Arrow is so different now. When they started this show, it was kind of like they wanted to make Arrow, but they really it was DC Comics and comic shows were all about Batman, and that was kind of it. And now that they've learned that. We really want them to explore comic book worlds and like even mm-hmm. the weird things. We want to see that. And one of the things in the comic books is that Speedy dies of drug overdose. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I, 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 that was sad for me to hear that, but I was kind of like, oh, good call. You're taking something that I always grew up knowing yeah. and you used it in this. But also, um, and Mark Guggenheim has talked about this at length, that part of the reason that Arrow was so successful and it came about was because of Christopher Nolan's Dark Knight Oh, for sure. Oh, yeah, for sure. So that's why Arrow was so dark and it was shot the way it was. And I think it was so well received because people saw that film and whether they realized the correlation between it or not at the time, they were open to that experience Mm -hmm. because they had fallen so far in love with um, Christopher Nolan's Batman. And uh, that's kind of like where Arrow springboarded from. And now it's such a lighter show. Like, you wouldn't even recognize that it originated from the Batman. Mm-hmm. Um, so in the chat, uh, Ivan Soto says, Tommy, no question for me. Gracian Ryan says, John Barrowman. Mm-hmm. Um, Ivan Soto, Mer- Merlin <coughs> was a wimp. And then Busy Byron, Adrian Chase did a hell of a job coming back. I loved it. Um, so, yeah. I agree with my husband. I love Tommy. I feel like... What did you think? Do you like anybody coming back? Well, no. Well, Moira was my favorite. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. It was interesting to see because obviously in this version, I don't think that any part of her was bad. And there is no Walter. There is... You know, like yeah. she took a totally different course in mm-hmm. this particular Earth. And then for some reason, towards the middle endish for Malcolm Merlin, I was getting Elon Musk vibes. I don't know why. Oh, interesting. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. I like I where you're going. Yeah. I anyway. can see that. Okay. That's all. But yeah, Moira definitely was yeah, my, my favorite. favorite. Um, and we talked about... Oh, sorry. What? No, it's mm. fine. You, you've got a lot of stuff spinning. We just watched a premiere. <laughs> There's a lot of emotions. I'm a therapist. You can talk to me, Alicona. <laughs> this is a safe yeah. space. Uh, who's your favorite? We didn't ask you oh, yeah. who's your favorite to come back, Carlina. Yeah. Oh, um, also Moira. Yeah. 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 I just but, can't wait for Thea. But <laughs> also, I'm really excited uh, for this version of Katie Cassidy's Black Canary yeah. because she is along for the ride, and so am I. <laughs> and now her world is well, gone. And it's cool, too, because last season it was all about her trying to prove herself and then she had a moment where she fell off and decided to get bad again because it was just easier and then Felicity got her back on team good now at some point apparently she came back to her own earth and now she is in some senses the Oliver Queen for that earth I like that I thought that was a good twist I like that a lot and I like that she turned over this new leaf and we got to see the moment where the mature version of Oliver admitted it it wasn't like hard for him to say he honestly said like very nicely to her that i I don't know his specific words so i'm gonna paraphrase but basically like you're doing a good job here yeah and she's like oh like 
Thank oh, yeah, you. she's like, that's the nice thing to say to me. Thanks, guys. Yeah. This is the moment of the show where I just want to sit here like the cat got its cream because uh-huh. for two seasons, you guys shat on her so hard, and I said they were going to absolutely redeem her, and it was going to be fantastic. <laughs> and for anyone that would like to play back the after shows and all of your vitriol towards her, this is the moment of redemption where you're like, I love her. And I'm I, like, yeah. I told you. I still like original Black Canary better. I'll still stand yeah, by that statement. Yeah. Yeah, but I I, see I still where you're don't going. love her. I'm gonna just go ahead and say that I don't love her, but, but you will. I don't know. We'll see. They I just, will look I, at how far we've come. I like the actress a lot. I like the actress a lot, and I like where the story went. So I'm not necessarily yeah. saying, oh my god, I love this Laurel better. I just like that she took this route. She went back to her own earth, and now she's yeah, trying yeah. to do good. Yeah. Yes, and if her and Oliver end up getting in a relationship and be in love like they should in the comics, then I'm here oh, for it. Oh, that makes yeah. sense. I'm here for it. Did do that. I mean, I know. Sorry, but Felicity's gone. Felicity's gone. So, you know, he's out there shooting arrows. A man has needs. A woman has needs. Well, that earth is destroyed anyway, so bye. So maybe they'll be in love. No, they're not. They're never going to be in love. It's they like, might I know actually it's, be in love this time. Yeah. They're not going to be. I hate it. Because it'll be like a complete <laughs> I hate tribute. It. Yeah. Laura, Felicity left, girl. Felicity, she left. No, I would only be against gonna, it if Felicity wasn't there, but she's gone. be together in the end. Okay. They're gonna be masked away like we saw in the in the flash right, forward. Like he's another she, earth he's gonna go together. onto another earth and he's gonna go and she's gonna go no, through gonna the little die. swirly thing. And she remember at his grave and yeah. the monitor was like, Come with it's me. True. She goes through it's the true. swirly thing and that's when they end up together. Uh, can Guaranteed. we get an Olivia chill in the chat? <laughs> can we get, we've gotten a lot of match. Right. Um speaking of the chat, everyone really wants to talk about the Batman mask at the beginning. Oh. Okay. It's Can we like, just talk about Batman references? Yeah, Batman is in this world. Batwoman referenced Wonder Woman in their last episode. Yeah, yes. like, also there was expanding. like a Batman in the previews. Unless I'm losing my mind, it looked like a very Tim Burton esque looking era Batman in the previews for next week. Chat, we tell see. me if I'm wrong. All right, but I thought that I saw that flash by, and I was like, someone's already Did screen grabbed it already. I saw yeah. what I said. What no, I they've already frozen it. They've t- it's up on the moon. Well, and the way we saw that Batman mask too was at the beginning on top of I think it was an arrow, yeah. mm-hmm. and that's where the Slade Wilson mask was. Exactly. And now in the Flash Forward, which I hate so much, in the Flash <laughs> Forward. Oh wait, head, it's right there. How did you do that? Because he's just good. Oh. He's good. I'm good. Like wow. That. So, a slow a clap for you. to a fast clap for our new <laughs> well, producer. We, we, we say that that's Batman. Oh, yeah, I don't think it, it's Batwoman. I think no, it's Batman. No, it's definitely Batman. That looks like Batman for sure. For sure. Well, you got some big guy in the background. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I was looking at that too. There was a, there the was a place I was going with this comment. Ah, it was into the future. So, where was I going with this? Oh, yes. JJ is the new Slade Wilson. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know if that was a, we can't get Manu Bennett back, so let's just be creative about or it. Or Liam Hall, who played his son. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, either way, it's I'm just Batman. weird that JJ <laughs> ended up as the head of this, not the Slade Wilson gang. But the, the Deathstroke. Deathstroke. Thank yeah. you. But and then also goes back into, and I don't think this was season one, but at some point, remember when Diggle and his brother yeah, were yeah, fighting against that's each exactly other? And yeah, exactly. And it was like, I don't care. Kill him. It's your yeah. brother. But then I was like, ooh, we really are reliving a lot of old era. I wrote that in my notes. I was like, are, we saw, I'm having the worst deja vu. Like, this yeah. has already happened. Yes. Like, word for word. And even he said, I don't care. Kill him or whatever. He said that, freaking Diggle said that in, like, yeah. season one or whatever. I was yeah. like... Wow. Was that season one? Uh, no. I, I thought it was like three no. or later. So that's I why know, I thought it was but... weird it made it into this Well, the one with his brother tribute. was like season four or five. Yeah, so oh, whatever. Wait, but but I... still, word for but word. But 
That brings me to Diggle. I do want to talk about Diggle. I thought it was really cool that it was the real Diggle. Loved it. Yeah, yes. that was great. Loved it. And there was a piece of me that was like, thank God, because is Oliver and the rest of us in the world the only ones experiencing this relive situation? Yeah. So. No, it was really great. And I love that they threw in a flash reference by having Cisco give him mm-hmm. the like the warp pad. Yeah. But also I didn't realize that the episode wasn't completely wrapped up. I thought they were gonna wrap it up in present times on present earth. When they went through the double purple doors and it started to close, I was like, Are they about to beam themselves up like a Star Trek moment? <laughs> like is that what's about to happen? But it didn't. Um, but anyways, I, I love the Cisco reference because then it ties all of the DCEU together between all the other shows, even in like little ways. Great attention to detail from the Which writers. I think we're going to get more of all. I mean, we already know that Black Lightning is going to be a part of the crossover mm-hmm, yeah. this year. Uh, the Titans. Uh, the Titans, which are yeah. totally not even on a CW show. No. Yeah, they're going to be in the crossover. So yeah. crazy. they're literally like, I mean... Goodness, uh, you know that, uh, and I love seeing Supergirl get in on the action. I yeah, hope she gets Supergirl's more time. Be, there's yeah. so many people that are coming in, so it's going to be very exciting. Okay, I'm because I have information. Is it news or is it just information? Uh, oh, did I deflate you? You tell your news. Okay, so <laughs> you could, just because you mentioned that they're bringing all these people in, and I don't know if this is part of the plan, but right, so AT and T bought out. Warner Brothers. And one of the things they did when they bought out Warner Brothers was like, you guys are a hot mess. Like, that's why Marvel is doing so well because they're so good at branding themselves and crossing all platforms and making sense and keeping either the same actors or the same storyline. But then when it comes to DC, they have these great characters. Yeah. But at Warner Brothers on the lot, you've got the animation department over here and you've got this part right here and they're so far apart that they don't communicate whereas with Marvel Studios, they're all in the same building so they communicate with each other often. Mm-hmm. So as soon as AT&T bought out uh, Warner Brothers, they spent something stupid like $43 billion, something something crazy to bring them to a new lot where now all the DC people are going to be in the same unit so that this does not keep happening between... like. But the I will say the- DC's been killing it on TV where Marvel has really been struggling to get a yeah. real right. foothold. Like, yeah. as much as people like Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. and Agent Carter, it didn't perform as well as Arrow, Flash, Supergirl, Black Lightning. Mm-hmm. Like, the shows just keep popping up and they're great. And Stargirl is coming. That's also, like, getting popped up there. So, th- I don't know. Like, but I think that's happening because. No offense, all actors are amazing, talented. I think that the casting has just been better with these DC shows, and the characters have really been a lot better. The acting has been a bit stronger. I haven't so, watched the Marvel one, so I can't comment. Titans is good. I'm not gonna get. I'm not gonna take us too far away. Uh, I saw Titans; it was good. But there's been a few like Agents of Shield and stuff like that that I'm like. Yeah, Ivan Soto says Mar- Marvel movies ignore the shows, and then Haywood says, "Think of Crisis as their Avengers Endgame." So. Yeah, yeah, that's great. Basically. Well, either way, the point is, it's really exciting to... That was totally my phone. <laughs> but it's really exciting to see, to know that they're trying to come together and really yeah. make DC yeah. a lot stronger. So yeah. that's all. That's me. I mean, it's it'd be really great the if they could cross it over where, like, the voice of Wonder Woman on the animated... I'm sorry, I'm not trying to get anybody not to have their job, but if Gal Gadot could do the animated version and the live action, why not? Right. Yeah. Just synchronize it and like it makes sense that the TV shows would be different actors because it's DCEU it's the extended universe and they're coming from different earths Mm -hmm. different timelines um, and also, film actors just don't have time to make TV like that, and they're doing like twenty-five episodes. It's too but much. Still, it's a which, lot. But that's like when they had—they didn't have the guy who um, 
But Whatever, there are Ezra, other what's characters. His Ezra, Ezra, Miller. Ezra Miller. Thank you. Sorry, well, I love. I but, love Ezra Miller. But it was a big deal when he played the Flash because yeah. of the fact that like you've got this other guy who's been doing it and really invested. And that's like if a movie but came Graham out. Dustin does TV. <laughs> Sorry, like, no, don't go me for up. it. But that's it, like we're so committed to Stephen Amell. He's been Arrow for eight years. If a movie came out that was Archer or The Green Arrow and it was another actor, I'm like, yeah. I what think the? Charlie Hanneman would be an incredible green arrow, and he would slay it. Yeah, but I still think that you could cross your fan base over from television and bring them to the film universe, because Stephen Amell, as an actor, has such a huge following, because he's so amazing on social media, and he's one of those actors that, he has created this big mm-hmm. community mm-hmm. for himself. So that's a built-in audience, not to say that Charlie Hunnam doesn't have one, but connected to this character that he could bring to the movie. No, it doesn't really translate the same, because... Here's the thing, is it's like two different universes, and if you want to cross over, Marvel was smart, where they have um, Samuel L. Jackson doing a guest star on Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Great. You have Colby Smulders, who is on Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. I think she's like a recurring on it or whatever, and she's in the big films. So if you want to do that, the smart way to utilize it is to have characters like Felicity, like Cisco, <laughs> like, um, you know, like the auxiliary characters that aren't the superheroes to come in and tie the worlds together, but also saying they are not from this Earth. Whereas on Marvel, they are from the same Earth because they haven't extended it that way. Now they have with the new Spider-Man. But um, to bring it in for like DC, it's just... It's not possible to run a TV production schedule and do like a franchise schedule for the same characters. It's insane. You You just can't. There's also this divide. It's getting better, but there's still this divide of television and film. Yeah, and like, there always will and be. People won't do film or won't do television that do film because they don't want to be seen yeah. as people I think are that's doing. Changing, though. It I mean, it's getting, changing, it's getting better, but it's still. But a lot of times, very it's different. older yeah. actors who had a film career when they were younger, and now they're the Glenn Closes, where they do a film, but they also do TV. I do think it's getting better. Kristen Bell. I do think it's getting better, but we need to get back. But to the yeah, show. anyway, so. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I think I hope it gets better because I agree. I, I would love them for them to be connected. So we will see. We what will is that see. Noise? That was. It was a like, little uh-huh. reminder from Ryan going, uh huh. Oh, okay. It was a reminder to tell us that if y'all enjoyed this <laughs> random debate yeah. on our show, that the, uh, the chat's probably freak. I'm just glad it wasn't me. I don't need it chill. Yeah. But if you are super into Arrow, obviously, and the reason why we do this show is you can tell we're passionate comic book fans. We do this because we love it. And the only way we're able to do that is for you to press that little like button at the bottom of your screen or subscribe. Or if you're listening to the podcast, Put, put leave five stars and say whatever. Say Alicona, you're right. Carolina, you're right. Matt, you look you're handsome. Hot. Matt, whatever. Oh, Olivia, I love you. Olivia, I love whatever <laughs> you want to say. Put that in the comments. We really appreciate that on Apple Podcasts. And thank you so much just for making us the ESPN of TV talk. Yay! Yay. You yeah, just yeah, yeah. crushed that. Um, Black Magic that. says no chill. Anybody interesting convo? So yeah, I think it was a good hey. conversation. You know, I think it's, it's what these it is relevant to what's going on. Yeah, 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 because these people I think are still talking about it a lot. We're just a mirror for what's happening in your lives. So sugar. you're welcome. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. Anyway, okay. Uh, back to the episode. P.S. If there's something we haven't talked about that you just feel is so important, please, by all means, leave it in the chat. And we will see. Because I it. might skip it over. I covered. Okay, we talked about the flash forward to. I don't know. Let's just have something more interesting to say. I will say, though, who said they did not like What's-Her-Face? Um, uh, Black Canary? Shoot. Flash forward. Uh, Mia? Mia. Mia. 
Can we talk about that? It was in the chat. I'm ready to talk about that. I was Oh, no, I'm just kidding. You. I'm just kidding. Um, yeah, no, I was just going to say, actually, she's the only reason why I, I like the flash forwards. You know, oh, you love she's good. Mia. Yeah, I do. Yeah, actually she's like great. Her. I have to say, I like the flash forwards. Me too. Time, yeah. And I used to hate them with you. I'm not fully on board with them because I understand what you're saying. It's a different show. Right. And so I think because they're doing this crossover of different timelines, it could possibly tie in well mm-hmm. to this whole multiverse thing. Because yeah. they. I don't think I hate it as much because they did a good job with Felicity and like going to see Oliver at the end of last season or like mm-hmm. going saying I'm going to go see your father. Yeah. That was a nice tie-in and I'm very excited about the spinoff. But I, what they've done well that I did like, it seemed to take away from the main plot but at the same time, this they these four people that are together, they're a good group. It's yeah. good actors. Mm-hmm. They're gelling together and I think why I realized I like the flash forwards, it... It reminds me of that kind of just younger, naive, innocent time of when we started with Arrow sure. and had mm-hmm. Team Arrow that we're never going to be able to get back again, ever, because yeah. of what's happened. I mean, Felicity's right. gone. So th- I enjoyed that. I enjoyed that. Well, William even said to Mia, I'm sure Dad had his rough patches yeah. before. Yeah. I mean, like I said, paraphrasing. But basically, yeah. like, yeah, we're having a tough time, but I'm sure Dad started somewhere and they too. did yeah. and they had tough times too yeah. and that's what we loved about them was yeah. that they yeah. kind of stumbled along the way and they still were killing it yeah. um in the chat they were talking about haywood said the red stuff that kind of destroyed they want to talk about the the red matter that destroyed everything at the end was yeah. actually antimatter, and that there's gonna yes. there might be an anti-monitor yes so, i didn't want to say that because okay. it could be but whatever that's fine but that's what they want to talk about but that is there's the monitor and then there's the, the anti-monitor. anti-monitor yeah so it's destroying all these universes and the monitor is like no you will not oh, i want to have a baked apple pie or <laughs> so, whatever the monitor wants don't you but, mean yeah. a fried apple pie yeah same Ooh. thing fried you know i'll take out a one now but yeah, it's very, it really is very similar. For some of you that aren't familiar, you're going to think like, they totally copied Avengers Endgame. They didn't. This act, I mean, the comic was, this was written in 1980. They started writing Crisis, I believe, in 1982, and then yeah. it actually finally came They started it in 82, and it actually aired in 80, or not aired, but was published, actually, Infinite Crisis yes. in 85. Yeah. So it's like a three-year thing that they did. Wow. So, yeah, it was a really long process. So, um, so basically, Endgame cut copied our comic kind of a little bit a little bit a little bit they did a really good job so i don't care also ivan is saying not not to be annoying but titans will unfortunately not be in crisis that rumor was debunked apparently oh Oh, no yeah because i read a whole article on it and i was like oh this is exciting yeah because there was another rumor that linda carter was going to come back as like a golden age wonder woman and i immediately went around my house screaming and just destroying things okay because I have a Wonder Woman kitchen. But, but you it, do know that she's playing the president of the United States currently on Supergirl. Nah, she's dead. Oh, they killed her? Yeah, she Aww, got killed last year. Um, but uh, Spoiler alert if you yes. haven't been caught up. <laughs> well, it was like a year ago. Way to deflate. But uh, yeah, it was like a year ago. Wow, You're fine. Man. You're wow. fine. <laughs> anyway, Linda Carter is not coming back to the show. But she so. was on it, which was not, it was. She a was nice on Legend, but she's not coming back no, as she was Wonder on Supergirl. Woman. Yeah, but she's yeah. not coming back as Wonder Woman. I want to debunk that. So, yeah. Total random thought, you, you guys. You know, that's been I the like theme it. of this show. <laughs> <laughs> okay, the audience anyway, is here for it. This is why they tune We're just in. getting Thank our groove back. It's We're, fine. No, I like it. <laughs> Several things. One, amazing fight scenes. I love to see yeah, yeah. initially yeah. the hood on hood because I thought it was going to be Oliver versus Oliver like we've seen in the past, so that was cool. But in the, one of the final fight scenes where all four of them, it was 
Adrian Oliver, Diggle, and Canary. And they walked in the building, and each of them had a door. They were all side yeah. by side. I'm I like, you guys it. didn't want to go file one by one. It was like, well, well each can take a door? Yeah. Slam it in at the same time. Five, six, seven, eight. You would totally do that. For I sure. Would. You're a total dancer. You would oh, totally yeah. do that and make an entrance. Kick on eight, guys. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it made the entrance so much better. I don't know what you're talking about. It was very effective. I liked no, it. I just thought it was funny. That's all. Was but like, that also was kind of a recall to what happened in the future with Mia's team when uh, JJ and them, like, show, when they showed up to fight JJ and all them, um, because they kind of had a similar mm-hmm. showdown. With the four of them, it didn't pan out as well. Yeah, it's true. But the fight was fantastic to yeah. watch. Yeah. yeah, always good. Always good. Those are like my favorites. I wish I could see them a little bit better, but they're yeah. always really good. <laughs> I think my favorite fight, though, honestly, was Oliver and Tommy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, no, at the end when they were in the glades fighting oh. over the yes, yeah. by all means. Yeah, go ahead. No, go. that was my thought. I just I love the Glades fight. Between yeah, the me two too. Of them. Yeah. Go for it. Same. Go. Sorry, that was so rude of me. No, I don't. You fun. don't have to apologize. Go for it. Okay. So since we we're talking about like throwbacks, one of the things that I noticed, and I only remember it because John Barrowman made such a big deal about it, <laughs> is they reenacted the scene where originally it was Malcolm Merlin that had Oliver chained up like this. Yes. yes. But Oliver was shirtless in the original version, so I was a little upset that he was shirted, first of all. <laughs> it was a wet white shirt that you could but it not was the same. Not that wet not either. The same. Not the same. Not the it same. Was, it was still you know too dry for my you liking. You know, maybe yeah. Stephen and Mel was like, I had a burger, and it's after lunch. You know what? No. He had all summer to Thank work you. out yeah. for this. He yeah. gets Thank paid you. well. Yeah. We need accuracy <laughs> for our comics. And also, in the, you know what, Matt? And in the season one, Diggle... And Oliver made out. Why didn't we see that? <laughs> no, no, they didn't. didn't. I you saw that. <laughs> my <laughs> dreams. Um, Matt, kidding. just tweet him. Let yeah. him know how upset you were about the no shirt. By the way, yeah. Diggle looked good this yeah. season. Diggle's worked out. He it looked good. He was wearing I know, a suit. Like, how did you see I know. Him? I can tell. I know things. He looked even more. X-ray vision. But no, that was awesome the way he climbed up the chain. Dude! I, I was like, there's no... He's probably not even wired. Like, he probably just did that on his own. Yeah. But the fight scenes between uh, he and... Uh, uh, Tommy, Tommy in the glades, they were on wires. I mean, they edited mm-hmm. the wires out, yeah. but like the way they were throwing, I was like, okay, someone has a budget, the same budget for 10 episodes that they have for 20, so we're going to get like some really cool yeah. I think, yeah. special yeah. effects yeah. this season. Yeah. I'm excited. Did y'all like the overall episode? Because uh, let's yeah. be honest, last yeah, season was a little yeah. rough for us. Yeah, it was rough. It was, it was, rough. Rough. It was rough. I so was I tuning know, out like, last season, I, to be I really, honest. really liked it. I think, but also, too, they're involving so many different elements that we're familiar with that we loved originally when we fell in love with the show. So yeah. that's probably a part of it, I too. I feel mm-hmm. like because they had notice and they know that they're wrapping up, oh, um, yeah. Beth is able to, like, actually show run a show yeah. that she knows because part of the problem with the previous season is that they were shooting it as if it was going to keep going. And then halfway through the season, it was like, oh, no, actually. They're like, we got to kill this Amiko bitch. We got to kill (laughs) Freaking Amiko. (laughs) They killed her. But, you know. Are you okay? I'm okay. That just scared me. <laughs> but yeah, they had these plot lines that they were clearly planning on exploring. Yeah. And yeah. they they had to cut that because they yeah. were like, no, we need to get we back time. down. Yeah. We don't have time. So, you know, as a sh- as a first-time showrunner, I think she did a fantastic job to find out like, oh, your show's only going to get one more season and it's only going to be 8 episodes to boot, 10 if you count I- I- Infinite Earths. Um 
And now she's been able to go into this season fully planned out for what's on her plate mm-hmm. versus who yeah. knows what the storyline was going to be until they were like, um, LOL, we're all done. Over the place. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 So I feel like that was part of the problem was like scrapping together the end of season seven to go into eight um, because they had obviously planned for longer yeah, a longer right. see mm-hmm. a longer right. run, a longer season because that's how you have to write. You yeah. you don't start a season thinking, oh, we're gonna be done next season. Yeah. No, nobody right. does that. Right. So that was part of the growing pains of last season. I think was the big issue why we didn't hit our stride. Um, and I feel like it's much stronger this season. Also, I feel like when you get ten episodes and you get the budget of twenty episodes, you just can do a better you job. Do whatever you yeah. want. Yeah, you can do a much better job. Like yeah. there's a reason limited series are like hailed the way that they are mm-hmm. because they're getting full series budgets half the episodes. Yeah. That makes yeah. a massive difference. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Incredible point. We have four Matt yes. Chills in the chat. Four and uh, yeah. just just, oh. just doing a count. I just four. got a little oh. giggly. Oh. When oh. I get giggly, Ryan, I get chills. Ryan, uh-huh. you haven't seen the beginning of it. Sometimes there's it's, like 40 Matt Chills. Yeah. So. Oh, Can't wait. Four is nothing. It happens. Um, <laughs> and the giggling goes on for like five minutes. Yeah. We can. <laughs> <laughs> um, in the chat, they do want to talk about the Laurel how she didn't have uh, she didn't use her canary cry and she carried a gun this episode. Very interesting. And how interesting how she didn't have her powers in Earth 2. Very interesting. So they well, should have pointed out. a few things. One, we only have a few minutes left so we kind of have to wrap and go into news and gossip so I apologize. We'll skim that really quickly though because um, those are great observations to bring up. Yeah. And she is somebody who came from Earth we just knew in the last season into this one so maybe she just doesn't I don't remember. Was there a reason why she doesn't have a canary cry? It was a necklace for her, though, wasn't it? I don't don't know. No, no, no. That one one did have the canary cry. Oh. The necklace was in the original one who died. Okay. That was made by Cisco. Yeah. But then this version of her does have it. But she also only had, like, one fight scene, really. So it's possible that they just didn't use Use the special effects on it because budget. She she was carrying a gun. And then Adam in the chat says, Earth 2 Dinah is actually still human. Which is interesting. So, mm. I don't know. Yeah. Everyone's going to do some digging on that. We'll, we'll, we'll find out. Yeah. As we go into the season. We can look it up. Yeah. But let's get into some news and gossip. After Buzz TV News. Wow. So, we always have pictures <laughs> and, and fun stuff. And I think Matt and I are going to go back and forth a little bit yes. with some news and gossip. So, whatever pulls up first. Ah. Who said they Constance. thought that there was going to be some scenes where Stephen, excuse me, Oliver got to go into the Earth in the future? Was that you, Carolina? What? Oh, yeah, Carolina, yeah. you might yeah. want yeah. to look at that so picture. So there's a behind-the-scenes picture, and you'll see that we got some actors in there with uh, our regulars. That It's Constantine. Yeah. yeah. So and, that just shows. And his daughter. And what Stephen you just and his said. daughter. Yeah. I know. Oh, okay. you were, no, I didn't know. Well, I, was I, was like, getting, I was getting I was ready like, for Archer's Alley. Oh, oh, my God. oh God. And then I was like, wait, what? We're doing news now. I was like, oh, no. Carolyn is drunk. She's uh, out. No, I'm sober. <laughs> we'll, we'll have Archer's Alley right after that. Um, and, of course, Thea, I want to talk about the fact that she's coming back. She's Woo! coming back. We don't know in what capacity, but just to be awesome. I hope in all capacities. In all and just capacities. Be, and I hope she puts her red suit on again. And we're going to see her and Roy make out again. <laughs> and it's going to be great. Oh, and also, so this news dropped. I tweeted it out, and some of you went, what? In September. But uh, according to Deadline, there is going to be a Birds of Prey spinoff, everybody. Yes, so yeah. I'm here for it. I'm excited. And if you're looking on the picture, you can see. But if you're listening to the podcast, the characters that are going to be revolving are going to be Mia. And then uh, Katie Cassidy is Black Canary. And then 
Everybody's favorite Dinah is Black Canary. Wow. Yay. Yay, Dinah. Actually, I think in an episode of her, I, I'm excited because they try to do that Black Canary episode, but they didn't really give us all that we wanted. So we're very excited for that. So, mm-hmm. yeah. And then what's this? Everybody's sitting oh, at a this little is, table. So this is a scene from Code 8. If you guys remember a few years ago, I'm saying maybe two-ish years ago, Robbie Mel and Stephen Mel were doing a Indiegogo-type campaign to try to fund an independent film that they wanted to put together. Yeah. They got it funded, and now they actually partnered up with a production company, so it is going to have a theatrical release. Woo, right. Good for them. Yeah, so just something to keep in mind. In the future, you get to see the cousins together. Some families are so pretty. It's They're so pretty. Uh, and then this is a fun little Facebook video of him talking about a contest that he's reopening. There's a time cue on it, so we're going to go ahead and hit play and hear Stephen talk about it. Stand by, y'all. Oh, wait, that's the screenshot to let you know where it is. You actually have to go to Facebook. <laughs> it's a screenshot. There yeah, that's yeah. the video. So I'll talk while you do that. So, I wanted to talk about, since we're doing so many TBTing on a... T- Ooh, it is a Tuesday. It it's is a Tuesday. Tuesday. Oh, yeah. Okay. So, Stephen Amell was talking about when he first got this job and how he went about getting it. And originally, Robbie Amell, his cousin who was on Tomorrow... was it? Tomorrow People? He got the audition and was talking to Stephen and was like, hey, did you get that Arrow audition? And he was like, no, what's that? And Robbie's like, well, I went in, I auditioned for it, but the entire time I just kept thinking of you. You should audition for it. So he ended up, I don't know how Steven got himself in, because it's not like you can be like, go, go, go. Mm-hmm. And yeah. You get in. That's not how I it mean, works. I'm sure his agents. Like, I'm sure he called like his that, agents. You could probably open so <laughs> he said he went in and he said that they were like, hey, cool, that was great. Can you leave the room, please? And so he left. And then he came back in the room because they were like, if you see something interesting, like the big, big top dogs were like, if you see somebody interesting, bring us in. Stephen Amell was the very first person, I think, that day to audition. And then they brought in the top dogs, watched his audition, and he said by that following Tuesday, he got the phone call that he got the job. Wow. That's wow. great. Whoa. That's cool. Yeah. Super cool. Wow. Um, let's watch Stephen Amell. Oh, we have this video. Yeah. I'm in the middle of crossover time. And uh, we wanted to chat with you about Wicked Aim details. Wicked Aim, if you are not familiar, is a wine that we've been doing with Knocking Point. It's our Cabernet Sauvignon, or one of our Cabernet Sauvignons that we've been doing for several years now. And uh, we had a contest because when we first started doing it, we had someone name it. Excuse me, someone draw the label. His name is Risto. It's cool. And uh, we are now going to do the same thing again. So we had um, a bunch of people submit drawings. And we didn't find one that we wanted in particular, but it pushed us in a direction where we want to open up the contest again and see if you guys can't do what we're looking for. I think that somebody can, personally. So if you think back to the pilot of Arrow, there's that iconic scene. Iconic. I can't believe I just said that about my own show. (laughs) My wife is laughing at me. I mean, in the iconography of the show, it's not iconic. When I... But iconography, iconography is something that happens within the context of a character. God damn it. Anyway, there, there is a memorable scene during the pilot where I uh, launch all those tennis balls and then I start firing the arrows and they start hitting the tennis balls. And then there's that last frame where you see all the tennis balls on the wall and you see all the arrows pierce into them. What we're looking for is a drawing, a big, bold, graphic novel type drawing, uh, which basically depicts that scene. And if you can do more arrows, if you can get up to eight tennis balls and arrows into the drawing, even better. If you can so format the it the way we're that it's going to cut it off really quick. 
because it's a long video, but if anybody is a drawer, which I know we have a lot of fans that are, you should by all means submit your drawings to Stephen Amell. Speaking of drawings, takes me to comics, talk comic books, makes me think of Archer's Alley. So I'm going to toss it to you. Hey guys, yeah. welcome to tonight's issue of Archer's Alley. So I've actually got a screenshot from a comic for you featuring Superman and Green Arrow, an unlikely pairing. And I chose this for you guys tonight. First of all, thank you to our friends at DC who sent us a bunch of comic books from throughout the years where we can pull this knowledge from. Um, so if you're watching on YouTube, if you're on the podcast, it is a comic strip. So if you're on YouTube, you can pause it. You can see the convo between Superman and Green Arrow. But basically, this is from the comic The Trap and the Run of the Arrow. And there's two different versions of it because on Earth 1, Green Arrow dies. And on Earth 31, he does not, but he loses his arm, causing him to, or his hand, causing him to become a cripple and really hating Superman because he would rather die than be crippled and be unable to be the Green Arrow. But what they're doing here is they were fighting the supervillain Hyrax, and he is strapped to a biobomb. And Superman has to make some tough decisions. So if you are a comic book fan, you can go out and get the trap and the run of the arrow. Hopefully you can find it. eBay is a great source of comic books. Um, and yeah, I just felt like it really tied into this season with the multiple Earths and mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. his death that's been looming over us and what's going to happen. And hey, he makes it out alive on one Earth minus a hand and he doesn't quite make it on another. So who knows what the season will hold, but I hope that Archer's Alley ties it in with the comics for you. Yeah. yeah. There we go, Ryan. Good job. I love that, Ryan. So I think we're running out of time, so stay tuned because next episode, Olivia has a really great story that she's going to share with us, an interview that she got to do herself with yeah. Stephen Amell, which we're all jelly. We just ran out of time because there was yeah. too much stuff to talk about yeah. this week. So let's give like one line predictions and then call it. Your After Buzz TV predictions. I think we're going to meet the Anti-Monitor sooner rather than later. Okay. I think um, Oliver's going to meet his daughter sooner rather than later. Okay, oh. copycat. But you, yeah. I, mean, I don't know. No, I love that, but you're right. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah, I like it. I love you. I think that, I think we're actually going to see Thea um, next week. I Ooh. think that we're going to meet Damien Dark again because I'd really love to see him again. Yeah, yes. good one. Yes. And last observation, Curtis was still with Paul in one of the pictures. Cute white guy. Yeah. On yeah. the earth that they blew up and no longer yeah. exist. Okay. Yeah. okay, good. They're dead Never mind. now. Okay. It's all gone. <laughs> Never They're mind. all dead. Terrible point. Let's just say good I night. just want an apple pie. <laughs> oh, everybody, hello. <laughs> Goodbye. Bye. 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 Thank you for being sure here. Oh, I'm at yours truly, Ali Kona, with little underscores in between on Instagram. Find me. I'm more active there than anywhere else. And you can find me at Matt Marr at the Matt Marr, two T's, two R, Instagram, Twitter. I'm Olivia DiBortoli everywhere. Hi, guys. I'm Lena Bean 113 on Instagram. And I apologize for shouting at you throughout the whole night. So, but we were excited. Bye. 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 And me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs> the views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 
That brings me to Diggle. I do want to talk about Diggle. I thought it was really cool that it was the real Diggle. Loved it. Yeah, yes. that was great. Loved it. And there was a piece of me that was like, thank God, because is Oliver and the rest of us in the world the only ones experiencing this relive situation? Yeah. So. No, it was really great. And I love that they threw in a flash reference by having Cisco give him mm-hmm. the like the warp pad. Yeah. But also I didn't realize that the episode wasn't completely wrapped up. I thought they were gonna wrap it up in present times on present Earth. When they went through the double purple doors and it started to close, I was like, Are they about to beam themselves up like a Star Trek moment? <laughs> like is that what's about to happen? But it didn't. Um, but anyways, I, I love the Cisco reference because then it ties all of the DCEU together between all the other shows, even in like little ways. Great attention to detail from the Which writers. I think we're going to get more of all. I mean, we already know that Black Lightning is going to be a part of the crossover mm, yeah. this year. Uh, the Titans. Uh, the Titans, which are on yeah. a, totally not even on a CW show. No. Yeah, they're going to be in the crossover. So yeah. they're literally like, I mean, goodness, uh, you know, that... Uh, and I love seeing Supergirl get in on the action. I yeah, hope she Supergirl's gets more time. Be, there's yeah. so many people that are coming in, so it's going to be very exciting. Are you Because I have information. Is it news, or is it just information? Uh, oh, did I deflate you? You tell your news. Okay, so <laughs> you just because you mentioned that they're bringing all these people in, and I don't know if this is part of the plan, but right, so AT&T bought out Warner Brothers and one of the things they did when they bought out Warner Brothers was like you guys are a hot mess like that's why Marvel is doing so well because they're so good at branding themselves and crossing all platforms and making sense and keeping either the same actors or the same storyline yes. but then when it comes to DC they have these great yeah. characters yeah. but at Warner Brothers on the lot you've got the animation department over here and you got this part over here and they're so far apart that they don't communicate whereas with Marvel Studios they're all in the same building so they communicate with each other often mm-hmm. so as soon as AT&T bought out uh, Warner Brothers they spent something stupid like 43 billion dollars something something crazy to bring them to a new lot where now all the DC people are going to be in the same unit so that this does not keep happening between like but the I will say the- DC's been killing it on TV where Marvel has really been struggling to get a yeah. real right. foothold. Like, yeah. as much as people like Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. and Agent Carter, it didn't perform as well as Arrow, Flash, Supergirl, Black Lightning. Mm-hmm. Like, the shows just keep popping up and they're great. And Stargirl is coming. That's also, like, getting popped up there. So, th- I don't know. Like, But I think that's happening because... No offense, all actors are amazing, talented. I think that the casting has just been better with these DC shows, and the characters have really been a lot better. The acting has been a bit stronger. I haven't so, watched the Marvel ones, so I can't comment. Titans is good. I'm not gonna get. I'm not gonna take us too far away. Uh, I saw Titans; it was good. But there's been a few like Agents of Shield and stuff like that that I'm like. Yeah, Ivan Soto says Mar- Marvel movies ignore the shows, and then Haywood says, "Think of Crisis as their Avengers Endgame." So yeah, yeah, that's great. Basically. Well, either way, the point is, it's really exciting to. That was totally my phone. <laughs> but it's really exciting to see to know that they're trying to come together and really mm-hmm. yeah. make DC yeah. a lot stronger. So yeah. that's me. I mean, it'd be really great if they could cross it over where, like, the voice of Wonder Woman on the animated, I'm sorry, I'm not trying to get anybody not to have their job, but if Gal Gadot could do the animated version and the live action, why not? Right. Yeah. Just. Sense synchronize it and like it makes sense that the TV shows would be different actors because it's DCEU it's the extended universe and they're coming from different earths Mm -hmm. different timelines um, and also, film actors just don't have time to make TV like that, and they're doing like twenty-five episodes. It's too but much. Still, it's so which, long. But that's like when they had—they didn't have the guy who um, 
But Whatever, there are Ezra, other what's characters. His Ezra, Ezra Miller. Ezra Miller. Thank you. Sorry, Who I Ezra. love. I but, love Ezra Miller. But it was a big deal when he played the Flash because yeah. of the fact that like you've got this other guy who's been doing it and really invested. And that's like if a movie but Grant came out. Grant Gustin does TV. Sorry, like don't cut me off. But that's like we are so committed to Stephen Amell. He's been Arrow for eight years. If a movie came out that was Archer or the Green Arrow, and it was another actor, I'm like, yeah. I what think the? Charlie Hunnaman would be an incredible Green Arrow, and he would slay it. Yeah, but I still think that you could cross your fan base over from television and bring them to the film universe because Stephen Amell as an actor has such a huge following because he's so amazing on social media, and he's one of those actors that he has created this big mm-hmm. community mm-hmm. for himself. So that's a built-in audience, not to say that Charlie Hunnam doesn't have one, but connected to this character that he could bring to the movie. No, it doesn't really translate the same because... Here's the thing is it's like two different universes and if you want to cross over Marvel was smart where they have um Samuel L Jackson doing a guest star on Agents of Shield. Great. You have Colby Smulders who is on Agents of Shield. I think she's like a recurring on it or whatever and she's in the big films. So if you want to do that, the smart way to utilize it is to have characters like Felicity, like Cisco, <laughs> like um, you know, like the auxiliary characters that aren't the superheroes to come in and tie the worlds together, but also saying they are not from this Earth. Whereas on Marvel, they are from the same Earth because they haven't extended it that way. Now they have with the new Spider-Man. But um, to bring it in for like DC, it's just... It's not possible to run a TV production schedule and do like a franchise schedule for the same characters. It's insane. You You just can't. There's also this divide. It's getting better, but there's still this divide of television and film. Yeah. And like, there always will and be. People won't do film or won't do television that do film because they don't want to be seen yeah. as people I think are that's doing. Changing, it. I mean, it's, it's getting changing, it's getting better, but it's still but a lot of times it's different. older yeah. actors who had a film career when they were younger, and now they're the Glenn Closes where they do a film, but they also do TV. I do think it's getting better. Kristen Bell. I do think it's getting better, but we need to get back. But to yeah, the show. anyway, so. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I think I hope it gets better because I agree. I, I would love them for them to be connected. So we will see. We what will is that see. Noise? That was. It was a like, little uh-huh. reminder from Ryan going, uh huh. Oh, okay. It was a reminder to tell us that if y'all enjoyed this <laughs> random debate yeah. on our show, that the, uh, the chat's probably freak. I'm just glad it wasn't me. I don't need to chill. Yeah. But if you are super into Arrow, obviously, and the reason why we do this show, as you can tell, we're passionate comic book fans. We do this because we love it. And the only way we're able to do that is for you to press that little like button at the bottom of your screen or subscribe. Or if you're listening to the podcast, Put, put leave five stars and say whatever. Say Alec Connor, you're right. Carolina, you're right. Matt, you look you're handsome. Hot. Matt, whatever. Oh, Olivia, I love you. Olivia, I love whatever <laughs> you want to say. Put that in the comments. We really appreciate that on Apple Podcasts. And thank you so much just for making us the ESPN of TV talk. Yay! Yay. You yeah, just yeah, yeah. crushed that. Um, Black Magic says no chill anybody. Interesting convo. So yeah, I think it was a good hey. conversation. You know, I think it's, it's what these it is relevant to what's going on. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, because these people I think are still talking about it a lot. We're just a mirror for what's happening in your lives. So you're welcome. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Anyway, okay. Uh, back to the episode. P.S. If there's something we haven't talked about that you just feel is so important. Please, by all means, leave it in the chat. And we will see Because I it. might skip it over. I covered... Okay, we talked about the flash forward to... I don't know. Let's just have something more interesting to say. I will say, though, who said they did not like What's-Her-Face? Um, what? uh, Black Canary? Shoot. Flash forward. Uh, Mia? Mia. Mia. 
Can we talk about that? It was in the chat. It was in the chat. I'm ready to talk about that. I was... Oh, no, I'm just kidding. You. I'm just kidding. Um, yeah, no, I was just going to say, actually, she's the only reason why I, I like the Flash Forwards. You know, oh, you love she's good. Mia. Yeah, I do yeah, actually she's like great. I have to say, I like the Flash Forward this time. And I used to hate them with you. I'm not fully on board with them because I understand what you're saying. It's a different show. Right. And so I think because they're doing this crossover of different timelines, it could possibly tie in well mm-hmm. to this whole multiverse thing. Because yeah. they... I don't think I hate it as much because they did a good job with Felicity and like going to see Oliver at the end of last season or like mm-hmm. going say I'm going to go see your father. Yeah. That was a nice tie-in and I'm very excited about the spinoff. But I, what they've done well that I did like, it seemed to take away from the main plot but at the same time, this they these four people that are together, they're a good group. It's yeah. good actors. Mm-hmm. They're gelling together and I think why I realized I like the flash forwards, it... It reminds me of that kind of just younger, naive, innocent time of when we started with Arrow and had mm-hmm. Team Arrow that we're never going to be able to get back again, ever, because yeah. of what's happened. I mean, Felicity's right. gone. So th- I enjoyed that. I enjoyed that. Well, William even said to Mia, I'm sure Dad had his rough patches yeah. before. Yeah. I mean, like I said, paraphrasing. But basically, yeah. like, yeah, we're having a tough time, but I'm sure Dad started somewhere and they did and they had tough times too and that's what we loved about them was that they kind of stumbled along the way and they still were killing it um in the chat they were talking about haywood said the red stuff that kind of destroyed they want to talk about the the red matter that destroyed everything at the end was actually anti-matter and that there's gonna there might be an anti-monitor yes i didn't want to say that because it could be well there that's fine but that's what they want to talk about but that is there's the monitor and then there's the The anti-monitor yeah so it's destroying all these universes and the monitor is like no you will not i want to have a baked apple pie (laughs) or whatever the monitor wants don't you mean a fried apple pie yeah same thing Fried, you know, I'll take out a one now. But yeah, it's very, it really is very similar. For some of you that aren't familiar, you're going to think like they totally copied Avengers Endgame. They didn't. This act, I mean, the comic was, this was written in 1980. They started writing Crisis, I believe, in 1982, and then yeah. it actually finally came. They started it in 82, and it actually aired in 80, or not aired, but was published actually Infinite Crisis yes. in 85. Yeah. So it's like a three year thing that they did. So, yeah, it was a really long process. So, um, so basically, Endgame co- copied our comic. Kind basically. of a little bit. A little bit. A little bit. They did a really good job, so I don't care. Also, I've been saying, not not to be annoying, but Titans will unfortunately not be in crisis. That rumor was debunked, apparently. Oh, oh no. Yeah, because I read a whole article on it, and I was like, oh, this is exciting. Yeah, because there was another ru- rumor that Linda Carter was going to come back as like a Golden Age Wonder Woman, and oh. I immediately went around my house screaming and just destroying things. Okay. Because I have a Wonder Woman kitchen. But, but you do know that she's playing the president of the United States currently on Supergirl. Nah, she's dead. Oh, they killed her? Yeah, she Aww, got killed last year. Um, but uh, Spoiler alert if you yes. haven't been caught up. <laughs> well, it was like a year ago. Earlier, Way to deflate. But uh, yeah, it was like a year ago. Wow, You're fine. Matt. You're wow. fine. Anyway, Linda Carter is not coming back to the show. But she so. was on it, which was not, it was. She a was nice on Legend, ode. but she's not coming back no, as she was Wonder on Supergirl. Woman. Yeah, but she's yeah. not coming back as Wonder Woman. I wanted to debunk that. So, yeah. Total random thought, you, you guys. You know, that's been I the like... theme of this show. <laughs> <laughs> okay, the audience is here for it. This is why they tune We're just in. getting Thank our groove back. It's We're, fine. No, I like it. <laughs> Several things. One, amazing fight scenes I love to see. Yeah, yeah. Initially, yeah. the hood on hood, because I thought it was going to be Oliver versus Oliver like we've seen in the past, so that was cool. But in the, one of the final fight scenes where all four of them, it was... 
Adrian Oliver, Diggle, and Canary. And they walked in the building, and each of them had a door. They were all side yeah. by side. I'm I like, liked you it. guys didn't want to go file one by one. It was like, well, well each can take a door? Yeah. We're gonna slam it in at the same time. Five, six, seven, eight. Go. You would totally do that. For I sure. Would. You're a total dancer. You would oh, totally yeah. do that and make an entrance. <laughs> Kick on eight, guys, Kate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it made the entrance so much better. I don't know what you're talking about. It was very effective. I liked no, it. I just thought it was funny. That's all. But like, that also was kind of a recall to what happened in the future with Mia's team when uh, JJ and them, like, show, when they showed up to fight JJ and all them, um, because they kind of had a similar mm-hmm. showdown with the four of them. It didn't pan out as well. Yeah. No. It's true. But the fight was fantastic to yeah. watch. Yeah. yeah. Always it's good. Always good. This is like my favorites. I wish I could see them a little bit better, but they're yeah. always really good. <laughs> I think my favorite fight though, honestly, was Oliver and Tommy. Yeah. Yeah. yeah at the end? Yeah. Or, uh, yeah, no, yeah, no, yeah. At the end when they were in the glades fighting oh. over the, yes, yeah, by yeah, all means. Yeah, go ahead. No, go. that was my thought. I just I love the Glades fight. Yeah, me too. Go for it. Same. Go. Sorry, that was so rude of me. No, don't. You don't have to apologize. Go for it. Okay. So since we're talking about like throwbacks, one of the things that I noticed, and I only remember it because John Barrowman made such a big deal about it, is they reenacted the scene where originally it was Malcolm Merlin that had Oliver chained up like this. Yes. But Oliver was shirtless in the original version, so I was a little upset that he was shirted. First of all, <laughs> it was a wet white shirt that you could. But it not was not, same. not that wet not either. The same. Not the same. Not the it same. was. It was still you know too dry for my liking. You know, maybe yeah. Stephen Amell was like, "I had a burger, and it's after lunch." You know what? No, he had all summer to Thank work you. out for this. He yeah. gets paid Thank well. Yeah. We need accuracy <laughs> for our comics, and also in the, you know what, Matt? And in the season one, Diggle. And Oliver made out. Why didn't we <laughs> no, see that? No, they didn't. didn't. Know, I, see, I you saw that. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> my dreams. Um, <laughs> Matt, okay. just tweet him. Let yeah. him know how upset you were about the no shirt. By the way, yeah. Diggle looked good. This yeah. yeah. Diggle's worked out. He looked good. Always he was wearing I know, a but suit. Like, how did you see I know. Him? I can tell. I know things. <laughs> he looked even more. X-ray vision. But no, that was awesome the way he climbed up the chain. Dude! I, I was like, there's no... He's probably not even wired. Like, he probably just did that on his own. Yeah. But the fight scenes between uh, he and... Uh, uh, Tommy, Tommy in the glades they were on wires I mean they edited mm-hmm. the wires out yeah. but like the way they were throwing I was like okay someone has a budget the same budget for 10 episodes that they have for 20 so we're gonna get like some really cool yeah. I think special yeah. effects yeah. this season yeah. I'm excited. Did y'all like the overall episode? Because uh, let's yeah. be honest, last yeah, season was a little yeah. rough for us. Yeah, it was rough. It was, rough. It was, rough. It was rough. So I, was I wanted tuning to know. Like, last season, yeah, I, to be I really, really liked it. I think, but also too, they're involving so many different elements that we're familiar with that we loved originally. When we fell in love with the show, so yeah. that's probably a part of it I too. I feel mm-hmm. like because they had notice and they know that they're wrapping up. Yeah, um, yeah. Beth is able to like actually show run a show yeah. that she knows because part of the problem with the previous season is that they were shooting it as if it was going to keep going. And then halfway through the season it was like, "Oh no, actually." They're like, "We got to kill this Amiko bitch." We got to kill <laughs> freaking Amiko. <laughs> they killed her. But you know. Are you okay? I'm okay. That just scared me. but yeah they had these plot lines that they were clearly planning on exploring yeah and they they had to cut that because they were like no we need to get back down we don't have time so you know as a as a first time showrunner i think she did a fantastic job to find out like oh your show's only going to get one more season and it's only going to be eight episodes to boot ten if you count infinite earth um 
And now she's been able to go into this season fully planned out for what's on her plate mm-hmm. versus who yeah. knows what the storyline was going to be until they were like, um, LOL, we're all done. Over the place. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 So I feel like that was part of the problem was like scrapping together the end of season seven to go into eight um, because they had obviously planned for longer. Yeah, a right. longer mm-hmm. see a longer mm-hmm. run, a longer season because that's how you have to write. You yeah. you don't start a season thinking, oh, we're gonna be done next season. Yeah. No, nobody right. does that. Right. So that was part of the growing pains of last season. I think was the big issue why we didn't hit our stride. Um, and I feel like it's much stronger this season. Also, I feel like when you get ten episodes and you get the budget of twenty episodes, you just can do a better you job. Can do whatever you yeah. want. Yeah, you can do a much better job. But like yeah. there's a reason limited series are like hailed the way that they are mm-hmm. because they're getting full series budgets half the episodes. Yeah. That makes yeah. a massive difference. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Incredible point. We have four Matt yeah. Chills in the chat. Four and uh, yeah. just just oh. just do an account. I just four. got a little oh. giggly. Oh. When oh. I get giggly, Ryan, I get chills. Ryan, uh-huh. you haven't seen the beginning of it. Sometimes there's it's, like forty Matt Chills. Yeah. So. Oh, Can't wait. Four is nothing. It happens. Um, <laughs> and the giggling goes on for like five minutes. Yeah. We can't. <laughs> <laughs> um in the chat they do want to talk about the Laurel how she didn't have uh, she didn't use her canary cry and she carried a gun this episode. Very interesting. And how interesting how she didn't have her powers in Earth 2. Very interesting. So they well, should point it out. Well, a few things. One, we only have a few minutes left so we kind of have to wrap and go into news and gossip so I apologize. We'll skim that really quickly though because um, those are great observations to bring up. Yeah. And she is somebody who came from Earth we just knew in the last season into this one so maybe she just doesn't She's I like, don't remember. Was there a reason why she doesn't have a canary cry? It was a necklace for her, though, wasn't it? I don't, I don't know. No, no, no. Oh. That one that one did have the canary <laughs> cry. Oh. The necklace was in the original one who died. Okay. That was made by Cisco. Yeah. But then this version of her does have it. But she also only had, like, one fight scene, really. So it's possible that they just didn't use, use the it. special effects on it because well, no, budget. She, she was carrying a gun. And then Adam in the chat says, Earth 2 Dinah is actually still human. Which oh. is interesting. Yeah. So, mm. I don't know. Yeah. I'm going to do some digging on that. Well, we'll, we'll find out. Yeah. As we go into the season. We can look it up. Yeah. But let's get into some news and After Buzz TV News. Wow. So, we <laughs> always have pictures <laughs> and, and fun stuff. And I think Matt and I are going to go back and forth a little bit yes. with some news and gossip. So, whatever pulls up first. Ah. Who said they thought that there was going to be some scenes where Stephen, excuse me, Oliver got to go into the Earth in the future? Was that you, Carolina? What? Oh, yeah, Carolina, you might want to look at that picture. So there's a behind-the-scenes picture, and you'll see that we got some actors in there with uh, our regulars. That It's Constantine. Yeah. Yeah. So that just shows. And his daughter, what you just said. Yeah. I know. Oh, okay. you were, no, I didn't know. Well, I, I was like, getting, I was getting I was like, ready for Archer's Alley. Oh, oh, like, oh, God. oh yeah. And then I was like, wait, what? We're doing news now. I was like, oh, no. Carolyn is drunk. She's uh, out. No, I'm sober. <laughs> we'll, we'll have Archer's Alley right after that. Um, and, of course, the, I want to talk about the fact that she's coming back. She's Woo! coming back. We don't know in what capacity, but just to be awesome. I hope in all capacities. In all and just capacities. Be, and I hope she puts her red suit on again. And we're going to see her and Roy. Yeah. Make out. Again. <laughs> and it's going to be great. Oh, and also, so this news dropped. I tweeted it out, and some of you went, what? In September. But uh, according to Deadline, there is going to be a Birds of Prey spinoff, everybody. Yes. So yeah. I'm here for it. I'm excited. And if you're looking on the picture, you can see. But if you're listening to the podcast, the characters that are going to be revolving are going to be Mia, and then uh, Katie Cassidy is Black Canary, and then 
Everybody's favorite, Dinah, is Black Canary. Wow. Yay. Yay, Dinah. Actually, I think in an episode of her, I, I'm excited because they try to do that Black Canary episode, but they didn't really give us all that we wanted. So we're very excited for that. So, mm-hmm. yeah. And then, what's this? Everybody's sitting oh, at a this is, table. So this is a scene from Code 8. If you guys remember uh, a few years ago, I'll say maybe two-ish years ago, Robbie Mel and Stephen Mel were doing a Indiegogo-type campaign to try to fund an independent film that they wanted to put together. Yeah. They got it funded, and now they actually partnered up with a production company, so it is going to have a theatrical release. Great. Well, good for them. Yeah, so just something to keep in mind in the future. You get to see the cousins together. Some families are so pretty. It's They're so pretty. Uh, and then this is a fun little Facebook video of him talking about a contest that he's reopening. There's a time cue on it, so we're going to go ahead and hit play and hear Stephen talk about it. Stand by, y'all. Oh, wait, that's the screenshot to let you know where it is. You actually have to go to Facebook. <laughs> it's a screenshot. There yeah, that's yeah. the video. So I'll talk while you do that. So, I wanted to talk about, since we're doing so many TBTing on a... Ooh, it is a Tuesday. It is a Tuesday. Okay. So, Stephen Amell was talking about when he first got this job and how he went about getting it. And originally, Robbie Amell, his cousin who was on Tomorrow... Was it Tomorrow People? He got the audition and was talking to Stephen and was like, Hey, did you get that Arrow audition? And he was like, No, what's that? And Robbie's like, well, I went in, I auditioned for it, but the entire time I just kept thinking of you. You should audition for it. So he ended up, I don't know how Steven got himself in, because it's not like you can be like, go, go, go. Mm-hmm. And yeah. You get in. That's not how it works. I mean, sure if his you look agents, like, I'm sure you look like that, agents. you could probably open <laughs> So he said he went in, and he said that they were like, hey, cool, that was great. Can you leave the room, please? And so he left, and then he came back in the room, because they were like, if you see something interesting, like the big, big top dogs, or like, if you see somebody interesting, bring us in. Stephen Amell was the very first person, I think, that day to audition. And then they brought in the top dogs, watched his audition, and he said by that following Tuesday, he got the phone call that he got the job. Wow. That's wow. great. Whoa. That's cool. Yeah. Super cool. Wow. Um, let's watch Stephen Amell. Oh, Mel. we have this video. Oh, yeah. I'm in the middle of crossover time. And uh, we wanted to chat with you about Wicked Aim details. Wicked Aim, if you are not familiar, is a wine that we've been doing with Knocking Point. It's our Cabernet Sauvignon, or one of our Cabernet Sauvignons that we've been doing for several years now. And uh, we had a contest because when we first started doing it, we had someone name it. Excuse me, someone draw the label. His name is Risto. It was cool. And uh, we are now going to do the same thing again. So we had um, a bunch of people submit drawings. And we didn't find one that we wanted in particular, but it pushed us in a direction where we want to open up the contest again and see if you guys can't do what we're looking for. I think that somebody can, personally. So if you think back to the pilot of Arrow, there's that iconic scene. Iconic. I can't believe I just said that about my own show. (laughs) My wife is laughing at me. I mean, in the iconography of the show, it's not iconic. When I. Uh, but iconography, iconography is something that happens within the context of a character. God damn it. Anyway, there, there is a memorable scene during the pilot where I uh, launch all those tennis balls and then I start firing the arrows and they start hitting the tennis balls. And then there's that last frame where you see all the tennis balls on the wall and you see all the arrows pierce into them. What we're looking for is a drawing, a big, bold, graphic novel type drawing, uh, which basically depicts that scene. And if you can do more arrows, if you can get up to eight tennis balls and arrows into the drawing, even better. If you can so format the it the way we're that it's going to cut it off really quick. 
because it's a long video, but if anybody is a drawer, which I know we have a lot of fans that are, you should by all means submit your drawings to Stephen Amell. Speaking of drawings, takes me to comics, talk comic books, makes me think of Archer's Alley. So I'm going to toss it to you. Hey guys, welcome to tonight's issue of Archer's Alley. So I've actually got a screenshot from a comic for you featuring Superman and Green Arrow, an unlikely pairing. And I chose this for you guys tonight. First of all, thank you to our friends at DC who sent us a bunch of comic books from throughout the years where we can pull this knowledge from. Um, So if you're watching on YouTube, if you're on the podcast, it is a comic strip. So if you're on YouTube, you can pause it. You can see the convo between Superman and Green Arrow. But basically, this is from the comic The Trap and the Run of the Arrow. And there's two different versions of it because on Earth 1, Green Arrow dies. And on Earth 31, he does not, but he loses his arm, causing him to, or his hand, causing him to become a cripple and really hating Superman because he would rather die than be crippled and be unable to be the Green Arrow. But what they're doing here is they were fighting the supervillain Hyrax, and he is strapped to a biobomb, and Superman has to make some tough decisions. So if you are a comic book fan, you can go out and get the trap and the run of the arrow. Hopefully you can find it ebay is a great source of comic books um and yeah i just felt like it really tied into this season with the multiple earths and Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. his death that's been looming over us and what's going to happen and hey he makes it out alive on one earth minus a hand and he doesn't quite make it on another so who knows what the season will hold but i hope that archer's alley ties it in with the comics for you yeah. yeah. There we go, Ryan. Good I job. love that, Ryan. So I think we're running out of time, so stay tuned because next episode, Olivia has a really great story that she's going to share with us, an interview that she got to do herself with yeah. Stephen Amell, which we're all jelly. We just ran out of time because there yeah. was too much stuff to talk about yeah. this week. So let's give like one line predictions and then call it. Your After Buzz TV predictions. I think we're going to meet the anti-monitor sooner rather than later. Okay. I think um, Oliver's going to meet his daughter sooner rather than later. Okay, oh. copycat. But you, yeah. I, I mean, don't know. No, I love that, I but you're right. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, I like it. I love you. I think that, I think we're actually going to see Thea um, next week. I Ooh. think that we're going to meet Damien Dark again because I'd really love to see him again. Yeah, yes. that's a good one. Yes. And last observation, Curtis was still with in one of the pictures. Cute white guy. Yeah, on yeah. the earth that they blew up and no longer yeah. Ex- Okay, yeah. Okay, good. They're dead Never mind. now. Okay. It's all gone. <laughs> Never They're mind. all dead. Terrible point. Let's just say good I night. just want an apple pie. <laughs> oh, everybody, hello. <laughs> Goodbye. Bye. 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 Thank you for being All I'm at, yours truly, Ali Kona, with little underscores in between on Instagram. Find me. I'm more active there than anywhere else. And you can find me at Matt Marr at the Matt Marr, two T's, two R, Instagram, Twitter. I'm Olivia DiBortoli everywhere. Hi, guys. I'm Lena Bean 113 on Instagram. And I apologize for shouting at you throughout the whole night. So but we were excited. Bye. 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 And me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first. We're the biggest in the world. And we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs> the views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principal.